get hot for episode two. Er. Er? Er. Hot er? Hot er, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Pick it up. Well, greetings, earthlings, from your two favorite aliens that you've never heard of. That's right. It's time for a cat lady and a ginger podcast. She is a ginger. And she is a cat lady, so she says I've only seen one. And welcome to the show. Welcome to episode two of the show. Episode two. We did it. We made it. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we did. (laughs) Fuck yeah, we did. This is so fucking cool, man. This is fun. I love it. Like, the support is un- real i know unreal like it has been so cool to see our alien babies are making us alien proud (laughs) so fucking proud like how cool like i I love it so i mean this is our show and we can kind of do whatever we want yeah i thought it'd be nice to just like how how are you like how was your week what's been going on it it was good it was you know it's it's been a pretty good week i finished a, a bookshelf that um your twin and i have been dragging our feet on for a little bit so finally finished that up this past week that's a big accomplishment that's i don't know the, doing doing this whole thing kind of lit a fire under my ass to kind of start finishing things and just doing other things you know stay Hell busy yeah i like it i like it. it's a good it's a good motivator and i mean we all we all need motivation so how was your week ben you're, you're almost on vacation where yes. are you going we are going to destin florida for a family vacation Apparently, I'm not family because I'm not fucking invited, but carry on. Exactly. Karen. Um, but yeah, my week was good. A lot of packing, uh, just the the prep work. It was fine and dandy until last night, actually. So last night, I had to do the, the girly thing I like to do, which is get my nails done prior to a vacation. That's very, very girly. Anywho, and then I had to stop and do the other thing, which I love to do. It's a little Jeez. bit girly, and I had to go get all of my 5,000 prescriptions from Walgreens. Oh, very girly. <laughs> so right, I'm at Walgreens. Right. I was like, well, let me look at the travel section because I don't want to buy bring all my shit, right? So fair, I go and fair. get my travel, fill up my basket, and then I was like, I need to use a restroom. So I hide my basket behind the Pampers, and I go in there. And the only stall available was like the larger handicap stall. Yeah. And I typically don't go for them for a very specific reason that was affirmed yesterday when this woman who i don't know had to use the restroom i would imagine and she came and she knew she wanted to go in my stall and i was like oh my god that's so awkward because she's gonna do the thing where you knock and you have to you know, oh. like i don't want people to know that i'm in the bathroom yeah even though i'm there yeah. but like i don't need you knocking to be like hello get out so that's all going through my head okay <laughs> and all then right. by the time i finished my thought process <laughs> She was in the stall. She was in there with me. <laughs> what? What? So you had a random lady in a bathroom stall with you? Yeah. yeah. Did you sign like a... <laughs> did you it was sign horrible. something? Like if you know me at all. And again, this is episode two, which means most of you know me personally. I don't like that. <laughs> like I don't like talking about bathroom stuff. Like I feel like there are two types of people. There are bathroom like where it's like I'm just I'm gonna go take a pee pee and everyone's like fine with it and then there are people like me bathroom shy and I'm one of those people gotcha. and then this woman <laughs> just came in and my brain was so stunned that all I could do was just wait. Were you like on the toilet? I like was drawers down and all. <laughs> How did she get in there? Did she like fucking take a screwdriver? And I j- don't like, jimmy her way in the thing, there. I locked it and then obviously when she was like oh, 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 oh just get out. 
and um, I go behind her to lock it and it turns out like I had to lock it to the point where I have arthritis like you have to twist it so hard and you know what couldn't get out of the fucking stall either could I locked myself in forever I had to crawl under it I w- I'm, you know what? I'm not. Even I gonna, for I'm sure the ask. way she walked in, I was like, "This dumb bitch is about to hit her face on the stall door because she's walking so fast. There's no way that's like her arms are never going to stop her." And then you know what? It that nothing stopped her. She we shared it. Speaking of stall doors, you know how they have those like coat rack things on the back of stall doors? I sure does. Those motherfuckers nail me in the head all the fucking time. I'm a tall bitch, all right? Right. So for those of you that don't know who who I am, I'm a fucking gangly-ass ginger with the Jesus hair. And I'm like 5'7", 5'8". I'm a big girl, and I got birthing hips for days. But, like, you know, when you're in a cramped little stall, and they got those little hooks on there... And you get up from peeing, and you go to wipe, and you throw it in, you turn She's around. She's a not bathroom shy person, just to oh, make it I'm very not, clear. I'm not. I don't know how we work so well together. But, yeah. you know, you turn around, and all of a sudden, you're just like, <laughs> right on the freaking head, man. And it just <laughs> knocks me right in the middle of the damn forehead. I'm surprised I haven't poked a damn eye out. What was our topic last week? What, it, what did we talk about? Inspiration. Did you get inspired at all after last week's episode to, to do anything? I mean, besides going on vacation. I did, though. I Because um, for vacation, I packed my watercolor stuff. There you go. There and you a go. sketch pen. And so I got inspired. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to oh, get yeah. back to painting. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Did you get inspired? Well, I, you bookshelf. I, yeah. You know, well, I did. Yeah, the bookshelf. And I, um, I played my drums for a little bit the past, I think it was over the weekend, last weekend. I think I played for a little while. So it was nice. That's kind of like my, my escape from reality for a little bit. You know, yeah. Yeah vibe out for a little bit and relax it's my re- relaxation <laughs> therapy hell yeah bless you thank you you're welcome <laughs> all right two is enough one 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 i'm gonna let you slide but one more i'm gonna kick you in the nuts anyway so we talked about inspiration which was fun almost honestly a little bit romantic and we thought it would be kind of interesting to just kind of continue getting to know us a little bit right because yeah, yeah. You guys are giving us your time, your energy, your love and support by just listening to the podcast. And we thought on the off chance you are someone that we don't know personally or you're someone who went unpaid to listen to this. Um, maybe you would get to know us a little bit better. Maybe that's what you want. Maybe yeah. you don't. I don't know. They might. I can't and, read your mind. You know, and your your check is in the mail for listening. Yeah, seriously. It's coming. Every time we get a listen, we give out one billion. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Whether it was dreaming of turning into a mermaid, like some of us, or a plain bus driver, like other ones of us, we should talk about our childhood dreams and goals this week. I like that. Yeah? I like that. Yeah, I do. I think we should maybe then start with the most basic. Ginger, what did you want to be when you grow up? Which time? The first time. time. The first time. (laughs) The first time. (laughs) In 1803, uh, what did you want to do? Thinking about it, like I think, from like from what I can remember, I I wanted to be like a extreme sports Ooh. type of type of person, like rollerblading or like skateboarding. I was never good at skateboarding, but I wanted to be. But I, think I wasn't. Every, I think everyone, like when we were growing up, I think everyone wanted to be so yeah. good. Yeah, I. But it shit's so it, hard. Yeah, it. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I still can't fucking do it. I own a skateboard, like I can. I cannot. It's not a thing, at all. I was okay at snowboarding though. Snowboarding was fun, but 
yeah, I wanted to I wanted to do that, and then if I couldn't make that happen, I wanted to be like Michael Jordan. I wanted to be a basketball player. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh, I love I that did. for you. I, you know, I did too for a little bit until like so I realized like basketball was just not my thing. Yeah, I tried out in sixth grade, didn't make the team, and then I, I worked. I, I worked. <laughs> I, you know, you're an adult one. <laughs> I, uh, I played for a like a little like local city team. You yeah, know, and we didn't win a single fucking game that entire season. So oh, no, my dream was over. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'll go try something else. Like back to extreme <laughs> yeah, sports. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, that's that's like, I think the earliest I can remember. Besides, like I did want to be a drummer when I was a little little one. I remember setting up like pots and pans and like little pails and shit like that we'd go like to the sandbox with you know Aww. now i'd use my dad's chopsticks and i would always like play around at them just like wanting to play these drums you know because there was this little music shop in the town that we lived in growing up and they always had this like seafoam guitar and this mm. drum set in the window and i just always remember driving past it and like Every time I'd go with my mom somewhere to the bank or something, we'd drive past it. And I would just stare at it, and I would get so fucking excited. Like, I want that. I want that. And I remember one year, my mom fucking tricked me and broke my heart. She was like, if you clean your room, like, I'll go get you that guitar in the window that you're looking for. I never cleaned my room so fucking fast in my life. Never got that guitar. Oh my god, that's devastating. I was so sad, but like that that place always like stuck with me, you know. So I think, I think deep down, like in my soul, mm-hmm. the soul that I don't have, right? I wanted to be a musician. You okay. know, I think it just it's always been in my blood. You know, it's like you didn't even know it. Yeah, like it was just yeah part of you. Yeah, that was just like calling to me. And then like in third grade, when I found a guitar in my attic. Like that's the first time I played a guitar, and like mm. I always I was drawn towards the piano as a kid. You know, I would just fuck around on the piano all the time, open up Christmas carol books, and play along. Yeah, I couldn't read music, so I would just listen to the, like the stereo that was on and follow it along in the book and play along in the piano. You know, hmm. but yeah, and that's like the earliest that I can remember. I can't really remember much or anything else like I can't remember like what I wanted to be when I grew up you know I never really like looked forward that much even as a kid it was okay like, you were like very in the moment yeah yeah very Interesting. much what about you I'm trying to think well I always wanted to do something in entertainment when I was very little I was going to be a singer for sure because I thought you just could I didn't know you had to have like talent. Like you just man. I have I have I have such a not good voice that they don't let me be a singer, which is crazy. We were gonna have a band. This girl that lived across the street from me. Um, I was gonna be a singer. She was gonna be a dancer. Okay. And we were just gonna tour the world, um, uh, with our singing and her just solo dance performance. Um, except that um she was not a good dancer and I couldn't sing. And- and we were devastated when her mom was like you will never do that you guys suck and then I wanted to be an actor so that was always like a big one um and then I saw Kathy Griffin stand-up special when I was little and I was like I won't do that bitch just shit so hard because I like I tell stories all the time yeah I don't like tell like punchline jokes and I she was the first person that I had seen 
where your comedy set was a, like a large story with a series of tangent stories mm. inside of it. Okay. I didn't okay. know that you could do that and people would actually consider that to be funny. I thought everything had to be like a setup and a punch and just right. kind of go down the line because that was like the comedy that I saw when I was young. I mean, you right you know you don't really see like what you see now because obviously you know you're young and right and like you know who's just like letting like some young kid just watch a bunch of stand-up i mean <laughs> my parents definitely did but yeah i think that those were the things that i really i think like for a minute i wanted to well i wanted to be a marine biologist and then i realized no what i'm really looking for is trying to be a mermaid so <laughs> trying to be a mermaid all That's, right all right it was similar because of water. That's fair. But different because of genetics. I, you know, I get that. Hey, you know what? I wanted to be a bus driver one time. <laughs> and I, I love that. It's just such a wholesome thing to want to do. Man, I did. I was like, I was dead ass set. And this was like one of the one of the first things that like, really fucked up my head. I was sitting in my window and it was like a nice summer day, you know, and average house that we were living in it was just a you know single family home but my window was about maybe like five or six feet up from the driveway so i'm sitting in my window windows open and i'm driving my bus living my best life and i went to go like accelerate or hit the brakes or something on that bus (laughs) and my ass (laughs) went way too hard on them damn brakes and i leaned back into the screen and just fell out of that damn window and fell onto that concrete and my dad was in the shower i think and he must have heard me screaming or something she i don't just know. fell out of window pretending to be a bus driver fell out of a window <laughs> just <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah and i <laughs> Just absolutely surprises shit out of yeah, yourself. Yeah, just like, oh my god! How did I get yeah, outside? well, I think I fell on my head. If I'm not mistaken. No. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. I mean, right? You know, and you know, it's even more fun. Totally off topic, too. But yeah, I had shaken baby syndrome. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, not on purpose though. I, I mean, <laughs> I would certainly hope not. That's I know. terrible. I well, yeah. I mean, but you know, whatever. Like. But I guess I, I I liked being bounced. I guess like and my dad like I, I guess I would like that's how he would make me happy. He would like bounce me on his knee as a little baby. <laughs> I guess it just went too too bouncy one time. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> it's just for me that hospital visit. <laughs> I'm like, sir, yeah, why right. does your baby? Have shaken baby syndrome. And you, she likes playing horsey. I did. We got real fast. We started playing fucking derby. Her, her I'm a, I'm a just, very fast Her head kind of just person. bobbled everywhere. She started did. getting sick. I thought we'd take her here. Oh, like, my God. It's honestly not hilarious, but I can't I mean, stop laughing. Hey, I'm still here. It's like, just the thought of like what you say to somebody. Like, it's your baby's broken, sir. <laughs> But she horsied. She made the horse go. That's what made her laugh. She liked to go bouncing, bouncing, like, bouncing. I like when it giggles. It's funny. I feel like that is an inappropriate, perfect transition into the next question we Absolutely. have here. Absolutely. Of course. I mean, talking about childhood dreams and goals, I think we should do the thing that not everyone likes to do and talk yeah. about our childhoods. I, I think so. We should get a little down and dirty for a second and uh, get a little bit of an overview and give some context. 
I feel like we did a little bit when we decided that one of us had shaken baby syndrome uh, and we learned that yeah. together as a I group. learned it on Easter one year going Aww. to visit my dad. I know. Hey, happy Easter, honey. You had shaken baby syndrome. Thanks, happy Daddy. Easter, you shaken baby. <laughs> You're like, what? I thought gonna, it was the funniest I shook thing. you when you were a baby. <laughs> You're like, I get that, but why? <laughs> Because I love you. <laughs> I think my first words were like, oh my God, it all makes sense now. My first words were, ow. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. So I love that. I feel like you should maybe take the reins a little bit because we are talking about your childhood. Well, talking or laughing about it. I don't really, really know what's yeah. happening. <laughs> talking or laughing about it. This is my therapy session, actually. So <laughs> thank you, guys. It's crazy because we do want to get like the podcast set up where we can, you know, video it and like give you guys like YouTube stuff. And, um, and the reason I'm saying that is because you don't understand when she's telling me these stories, she's looking me dead into my non-existent soul, but like with a <laughs> uncomfortable for me to view smile on her face because I've never seen someone with the, with a grin like that, be like, I have shaken baby syndrome. Oh my God. It's so funny. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, what the hell can you do about it now except for laugh? Like, and just for the fact that, like, my big ass is still here. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're fucking, you're going. I, I, out, I outlived all my family, man, and I'm I'm cool with that, but like, I'm here, I'm ready to roar. Like, let's go, you know? I've got to make a joke out about it. Joke about, about it. Joke about it. Got to make a joke about it, right? Hell yeah. But, okay, so, yeah, so I I grew up, like, I, I grew up normal, like, in, like, a normal person you know I was I was always one of the boys I guess when I grew up in the town that I grew up in I always thought it was cool what the guys were doing I wanted to go you know ride the bikes and play hockey I was so jealous when all the boys got to be in boy scouts and I didn't mm-hmm. I was like devastated man because like they all came over and they're like, look at my pocket knife and I'm like <laughs> look at my fucking paint scraper I'm gonna fucking stab you with it <laughs> That didn't happen, but like I was really sad when I was like hanging out in my mulch pile by myself and Aww. watching the boys <laughs> playing with their pocket knives at Boy Scouts. Yeah, it was nice. I, I really took advantage of, uh, or I wish I took advantage of having neighbors because, you know, at seven years old, I ended up moving to a cornfield, literally in the middle of nowhere, and that's where I spent like my childhood and teenage years, and it was fun, I guess, in the sense that you know, you could do anything you wanted, but right. I mean, it was also very lonely, you know, sure. it was, I didn't have like the normal, I guess, childhood, like you said earlier, some people were raised inside, I was not raised inside, that <laughs> <laughs> was not a thing, we, yeah, I mean, we, like, back then, you know, we lived so far out that we didn't have cable, like they couldn't get like a cable company to even come out there, so we had to get satellite, and that was you know, early 2000s, I think, that we got satellite. Yeah, when satellite was at its fucking peak. Yeah, for real. Jesus. Everybody was getting satellite, man, but not during a damn snowstorm. Or, like, anytime someone sneezed in the house, you're like, I can't watch TV <laughs> yeah. for a month. <laughs> Sucks. There goes the satellite dish again. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was fun in the sense that, you know, free reign to do whatever you want, and I had a go-kart, and I was a little hellion, so. Expected. I expected yeah, that. Yeah, but, you know, I mean... I wish I, as I'm getting older, like part of me wishes that I had a normal upbringing, like, you know, every other kid, like just joining clubs and doing all that kind of stuff. I was a loner. wasn't really much of a people person as a kid and just very, very shy. I was a very, very shy kid and nobody believes that, but I I was a very- I get it. I mean, same boat on that. Yeah. Yeah. Were you like, what, did you play sports? What did you do as a kid? What was your- (sighs) Um- 
Yes. So I was in public school, like preschool where I met my best friend. Okay. In third or after third grade, my mom made me go to Catholic school, which is being like a a child who is very much like organized religion. And this is, of course, like just a personal opinion. Mm. Organized religion doesn't fit for me. Right. And I, of course, respect everyone's right to believe and all of that. Um, But it's just it's not something that ever has jived with me. So I was like, great, (laughs) I got to go to school with that. And so when I went to fourth grade, I was like, I think there was two of us that were new, but the whole class had been there um like since kindergarten together oh, okay. like they've always okay. they've known each other their whole freaking life so yep. like that was rough like fourth fifth and sixth grade being Oof. in catholic school but i think I, I was in cheerleading then because the whole class was <laughs> and then i was on the basketball team because the whole class was well how about mm, i think most of us were damn and like we made it to the final or the semifinals, and we were literally like three points away from being like one of the two teams for the finals for oh, state shit. good for you like man. we were and I, like and when i say for state like i don't know if like it was like state but catholic school edition <laughs> or like how that works because <laughs> i know i went to a catholic school so i don't know if like we just weren't real like I, i'm still very unclear but oh, also i was a horse girl growing up and always have been always will be so i was i didn't do a lot of like extracurriculars either like through Catholic school or public school because I was horseback riding okay, okay. and living my best life and just like freaking eating hay with my best bitches. I'm so jealous of you. It was the best. I wish I could eat hay. Oh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. So like we know a little bit about our, like our childhood. Yeah. How do we feel? We as like us, I don't know why. I'm... Are we, are we like a package deal here now? Are we, yeah. are we yeah. holding hands during yeah. this or? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Behind. Okay. So right. how do you think, that like your childhood would have affected like the what you wanted to be like were you highly encouraged were was it just kind of like like you I know you said you were very day by day yeah um with my music so like with with music my dad and like my, my mom really wasn't I didn't really start playing music until after my mom had passed um but my dad and my brother were like they were very very like very supportive of me playing actually like they would drive me to shows all the time. Nice. They, uh, um, I was actually in band in school, so like I was always in competitions and stuff for band. And um, was it? Did you play drums in band? Or, yeah, okay. yeah, percussion. I was in percussion um, all throughout middle school, and then eighth, I think it was the seventh or eighth grade, I joined jazz band, and okay. that's when I first like started playing the drum set. And I was like, I was so fucking excited, man. I was like, oh my God, this is like a dream come true. And I uh, ended up being really fucking good at it. And my dad was like, all right, we're going to get you a drum set. So that was cool. You know, it was, it was, I wasn't expecting it at all. But I mean, he saw something in me. So, and I mean, I still have it to this day, which is great. And I still play drums to this day, which is great too. So I think that like, them supporting me in that like has pushed me still to this day to have music be such a big part of my life and like i i will never part with my instruments you know like those yeah. are my my those are my kids basically besides my dogs and you know human children but like those are my other babies so yeah. i think without that support without like without all of that at the end of the day you know it, it just takes that one simple move, like, here you go, here's an instrument, have fun with it, and see what you can do, you know? And something just as simple, I guess, as that 
really makes a difference in kids' lives, you know. Yeah. So it was cool. It was cool. We built a stage together for my drum set one year. We had a little, like, party in the farmhouse that we rented out. You know, we had a huge-ass party in the yard, so we built this big stage, and it was fun. It was cool. It was cool to have him support me with that, but... You know, it came with consequences. He was an asshole about things at times, but who isn't, you know? But you feel like in terms of your music dream that you had that support that you needed in order to believe in yourself. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was fairly confident. I I think I was given that, like, given that support that was needed at that time for that, you know? Not, Not really other things necessarily, but I guess with that, I'm... It definitely, the support was there for sure, 110%. That's amazing. I mean, that's yeah. lucky. Did, was your mom at your games? Was she? Well, like, I mean, I never wanted to do like sports like when I like grew up. So, like, mm-hmm. yes, she was like at my games and stuff like that. And they were like, you can do it. And mm-hmm. I did it. And I was like, suck it, whores. <laughs> <laughs> to the other people on the basketball court, I only tell my mom that on the weekends. I only tell um, my mom that on the weekends. But where my, my believe it or not, like, and I love my family like Mm. you know what i mean like i have a very supportive family but also have a very close-minded family at the same time like they're wonderful people and my mom is my best fucking friend Mm -hmm. my grandpa um he was my dad like you know like it was just there was so much support in so many ways but my dream was always to be in entertainment in some way Mm -hmm. i loved writing i was obsessed with creating other worlds because okay. I hardly could stand my reality half the time. So right. I had a teacher at the Catholic school that was like, Hey, she hates it here. She's like constantly getting pushed down the fucking stairs. Oh, and like, she's really good at writing and she's very fucking dramatic. <laughs> she needs, she belongs like in a por- performing arts school. Like that's yeah. where she belongs and she would thrive. And they were like, she doesn't fucking understand science or math. So why would we ever let her do that? Right. And it was never even brought to me like that kind of stuff where Damn. it was just like, I found out when I was like in my twenties yep. after having gone to school for production and being a television news producer oh, where it's like, Oh yeah, well like your grandpa like said no. And I was like, well, why did you let that happen? Right. You know, like that though, anything like artistic was, was a very uphill battle. Um, and I would say that that carried into my twenties. It brought you here though. It I mean, did. did that. So I guess on, on the next question or one of our next questions, did that, did your childhood, like how your childhood was, did that affect, does that affect who you are today? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I know for sure what, like, you know, that desire you know to be in some sort of entertainment was all true and was all me the whole time Mm -hmm. because I it never left like I never found true passion in anything else and having to constantly prove that to people that you know I love and they always say they support you Mm -hmm. and then it's like but I want to do this and they're like well you don't support you (laughs) but I feel like I'm in a good spot now yeah I mean I couldn't agree more absolutely I think it's like as hard as childhood is sometimes it's like things happen the way they do for i mean for for a reason you know right whatever reason that may be i mean you just i guess got to understand that principle alone like there's a reason for it at the end of the day you know and like if, if do you think if you would have gone to a performing arts school and do you think if you would have 
followed your dreams younger like do you think you would be in a better or worse place right now or is that kind of hard to say I feel like it might be a little bit hard to say because because I don't know but also we have a fucking show that's ours and we can make up the rules and tell our own stories and do our own thing yeah Yeah, and if you know that kind of works for me, it's pretty fucking awesome i agree i, I agree so. i agree I, I think about that a lot actually i think about like if i did pursue music you know as a teenager i mean i, w- I moved out or was i was i was kicked out of the house when i was 18 you know i left i didn't move back and i was i was on my own basically and mm-hmm. i like Sometimes I wonder, like, man, if if I really did put my all into it and I went and found a band or I joined a band and, like, really tried, like, maybe I could have made it, you know, and maybe I could have been in a really successful band. But then I also think of it like, yeah, but, like, would I have been one of those statistics? Like, get getting caught in the wrong crowd and being another overdose or, you know, or something else for that nature, just, like getting caught up in something unfortunately that you get caught up in in that industry so it's like okay you know maybe i didn't make it musically but like would i really truly have been happy at the end of the day it's hard to say yeah yeah it is it is it's uh it's it's a question that like lingers sometimes you know but i think that's normal for questions to linger around in your mind but i'm happy and i think that's the most important thing is I'm, i'm so happy with where my life is now and yeah, nothing else fucking matters. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, whatever happens, happens at this point, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's life is yours for the taking, and that's exactly how it should be. It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. Like the fame and fortune. Like, yeah, of course it's nice, but at the end of the day, is that really what, like, what is going to bring you happiness? Um. So I have one last question yeah, for you, Ginger. Of course, of course. If I could ask you now. What do you want to be when you grow up? Ooh. What do I want to be when I grow up? I want to be a foster, a dog foster owner, a rescue, rescue. Okay. Hell I yeah. Want, I want to, you know, when I grow up, I want to, I want to own some land. I want to, I want to own a dog rescue and I know... We want to get some alpacas on the land too because your twin is obsessed with alpacas. So and she has every right to oh, be of course. because they're amazing. Oh, absolutely. And I'm gonna get the goat that I was promised as a kid. My mom, man, my mom, bless her soul. She was such a kind hearted woman. She wanted to take in everything. Totally off topic. But she she used to work at a bar at night and there was a guy, I guess, that was trying to get rid of his goat. And my mom comes home after work and she's like, Hey, I'm going to bring home a goat. And I got all excited. I'm like, yes, I want a goat. That is so cool. Like, who the hell can say that they have a goat? I can. Like, right. fuck yeah. I'm going to name that bitch Billy. He's going to be Billy the goat. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, of course, I'm full of my mom's broken promises. Like, no goat for me. So, I'm going to get a goat when I grow up. Are you going to name it Billy? Um, I'm going to leave it up to our little child to name the goat. I'm gonna let her do it. She can. I'm gonna tell her to name it. Yeah, she, I mean, she she might. She might. She, she's I a feel smart like she'd kid. be like, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, I'm not that. She's gonna roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. She, you know. She's easy breezy. What are you gonna be when you grow up? Well, I honestly 
really love doing this. Been a podcaster, I yeah. guess. Are we podcasters I mean, officially? I, maybe I guess we'll, episode two. we'll wait till episode five. I feel like after right. five, you know you've done something. We get the official stamp right, like, tattooed right. on our freaking foreheads. And we got to make um, sure people are listening to it, too, because we're, we're just full of like, a lot of banter. But I love it. I also feel like um, I really always wanted to be a comic, and I think I still yeah. do want to be a comic when I grow up. I, I think that's awesome. I used to say when I was little, I want to be a sit-down comedian because fuck standing. <laughs> and I still like I like still feel that too. Like I, I'm with you, man. Like yeah, I would love that. What if we did like a stand-up duet? Stand-up sit-down duet. <laughs> stand-up sit-down duet. We sound like an old person ab routine. That's sexy. Stand up, sit. Get up. See it. See it. <laughs> One more time. I love Bertha. She is so kind. She is really been out today. I, I like it, though. You know, I'm into it. That's fine. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like that feels like a great place to end. Like, we know what we want to be when we grow up. Are we still and growing by, up? Yeah, we are still growing up. You're right. But I, but I feel like we, we at least did it. Like, we did episode two. We, we did two episodes of a podcast. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm really proud of us. I, th- I think I'm kind of proud of us, too. I think that's... Are a- you guys proud of us? Clap if you're proud of us. Uh, anywho, our little alien babies, are you guys making sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio and Amazon Music? And don't forget about YouTube. You can find us on there as a cat lady and a ginger podcast. It's a little under construction, but we'd love for you to subscribe. We'd also really love for you guys to like us on Facebook and our Instagram, both of which are a cat lady and a ginger. But as we remember... On Instagram, there are no spaces, and you'll never know the reason. We're never going to tell you. You'll see us next Wednesday, dropping at 5 a.m. But until the next one, it's time to say goodnight, Ginger. Good night, Ginger. <laughs>